sort of realized recently that I'm I'm more interested in filmmaking than films. Oh. The, the process to me is is the fast is more fascinating than the end product. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, if you have to write a paper on it, then you have to. You know. I mean, but. Um... I also saw Mission Impossible, and that was awesome. Oh, my God. I can't even believe, I mean, the one scene that I guess they showed trailers for, the he's driving off a cliff on a motorcycle, yeah. and I thought for sure that was CGI. And it's not. He did that. Yeah. Well, I was going to do it. I told you the last time. You were going to drive You were going to drive off. Remember I said I will do that in the backyard, because anybody that could pull a parachute ripcord and drive a motorcycle could do that. There's no... Nothing magical about it. He did do it for real. But if you look at the, the trailer, the yeah. behind-the-scenes thing, the whole mountain is CGI. I mean, mm. he, he went up a ramp. So the mountain wasn't really high? <laughs> no, it was really high, and he really jumped off. But he didn't <laughs> he didn't ride off the top of the mountain. They built a, a ramp specifically right. to launch him. And then they, then they put the mountain in... Yeah. Right. Oh, so that was nothing then. That was nothing. I should not even be impressed, really. Well, I don't think so. I don't know why they made. That's what I said the last time. And you. Jeez. <laughs> he did it six times. So how hard could it be? You're right. He had three hundred people prepping it. Right. He practiced over and over again. I, I, there's just not. There's. You know what? There's not a skill level involved in that. That stunt. There really isn't. Isn't there a balls level? <laughs> a what? <laughs> a balls level. Let's let's well, say cojones to keep it. Okay. More. Isn't there? I don't know that there is. Oh my god! You are like my son. Nothing is interesting. Nothing is exciting. Yeah, nothing no. is unbelievable. Nothing is amazing. It's all no. That's not true. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying that. That is not. <laughs> I'm saying he skydived hundreds of times. And yeah. so that element of it, flying through the air and you pull the ripcord and you float down and, and driving a motorcycle off a ramp, that's difficult if you have to come down on another ramp or jump over a car or something. That's hard. But when you're just dropping the motorcycle into space, I just don't see the two things together don't make, don't add up to anything more difficult than anybody could do it any any chimp could do that with mm. a, with enough training to pull the cord that's all i'd have to do i was scrolling instagram this morning there was an, an interview matt damon did talking about his a conversation he had with tom cruise about that same thing you know when do you think when do you say it's too much the stunt you're doing is too much and tom cruise was telling him a story about being on a movie and the safety guy said to him yeah you know that you probably shouldn't do that and so Tom Cruise said, yeah, I went and hired another different safety guy. Right. Because <laughs> right. he, wa- he wanted to do that so badly. He just hired someone else. I think, though, you know, where he climbs around on the outside of a building or on a cliff or when he was the one where he was hanging off the airplane, mm-hmm. that's more difficult, even though he didn't have to do anything except hang on. And he was strapped on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that seems to me more dangerous to be outside in the windstream of a of a plane going hundreds of miles an hour than a simple motorcycle jump off a ramp. I'm not impressed. Yeah. Well, how about that thing you sent us before we signed on this morning, that guy that does those stunts? On- what the hell? The guy on the bike on the dam? I... That's cojones. <laughs> I almost peed my pants. Oh, my God. Oh, my 
God. And oh. he's and he's handsome to boot too. Did you did you look down any further? No, Grace, I guess it's uh, in the middle of something, but I want to oh, go back and yeah. look at it because I you know I yeah. I didn't yeah. log in, so I didn't see yeah. like the whole thing. Um, right. I don't even. I, I don't. I, I I just can't even. We could go into the action movies. <laughs> I watched a couple of those since but... I read read that article. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched Hero, which I've always wanted to watch. That's Jet Li and Donnie Yen's in it and Maggie Chung and Tony Leung, you know, all of them I love. And mm-hmm. and that was really, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, that was a spectacle. Holy shit. And, uh, but very like sort of, sort of you know, that's, it's, a, it's that famous Chinese director and you could really see how it was, how the Chinese government would have liked that movie. You know, it really, when you think about like subversive stuff, right? Other directors mm-hmm. would have really maybe put some stuff in there that you'd be like, oh, the Chinese government probably didn't like this. But that was not the case in this, you know? This was Hero? Yeah, it's about a, t- a period in China when there were like six sort of big states and they weren't unified and there was a someone who wanted to, uh, uh, I don't know if they called him the king or whatever, wanted to, emperor wanted to unify them under his rule. And he was almost assassinated. And it's about the um, assassins. Basically, it, it's a, it's almost like a Rashomon kind of story where you've got like all these points of view of what, re- of what really happened. And it was good. I mean, you know, although I've seen, I feel like I've seen better fight scenes, but the movie itself was gorgeous. And, you know, the use of color, like in, you know, one person's point of view, everyone was in blue and everyone was in red and everyone was in white and then green. And it was really cool. Isn't that a war movie? Uh, well, it's, you know, I guess I, I don't like, like hmm. modern war movies. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> like if it's in China or if it's in Greece, I don't care. You know, ancient Greece, I'm fine. <laughs> People with swords. Touche, Walt. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. It's when the nuclear bombs come in and the automatic weapons. That I so where was John Wick? Why? How could they write that article and leave out the biggest franchise of action movies? I have no idea. Mm. No idea. And I, I think I looked at the date, too. Um, you never gave us your review of John Wick 4, either, I don't think. Me? You mentioned that you were going to see it oh. yeah, months ago. Yeah, it was great. There, there we go. You know, shoot, 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 stab, stab. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> you know, I mean, just what more could you? But there are some really good scenes like there's, he's trying to go up to, where is that place in um, Paris that's at the top? Is it a church, Bailey? Um, Mont Saint-Michel? Or Montmartre? Sacre-Cœur? Is it Sacre-Cœur? Sacre-Cœur is yeah, so, church, and I yes. think there's like the series of steps it... that go up to it, right? I believe that's it. But anyway. Well, Notre Dame does too. There's a series of narrow steps. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think it was Notre Dame because maybe that was burned down at the time. <laughs> but, you know, he, in this one scene, he's just fighting people on these steps and then he gets like pushed down. And he has to go to the bottom. He's, I mean, like he gets pushed down at the bottom of the steps like four <laughs> times and he keeps going up and up, you know, and. I don't know. It was just so great. Just and 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 Donnie Yen was in it. He, you know, and I love him. And then there was this black guy in it who I didn't recognize, but he played this kind of mysterious character who was also trying to kill John Wick because you know everyone's trying to kill John Wick at this point. And um, <laughs> not the guy that died, was he? No, no, no. You're talking about the one who is um, like the concierge. In the hotel. Yeah, no. yeah. This was a young guy, and he had a dog with him. 
And um, he was a really cool character. And I was like, wow, I hope they bring him back, which I can't imagine they wouldn't. But I don't want to, you know, tell you the ending or anything, but the ending, you know, leaves a lot of loose ends. And so <laughs> right. hopefully there'll be a five. <laughs> Were the set pieces in that better than... Or Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Because they both got reviews saying, well, the action stuff is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different quality of it, right? Where, you know, Tom Cruise is doing, he's like, I'm just trying to find an analogy. Like he's doing the Saks Fifth Avenue and John Wick is doing like the Uniqlo, right? Like still equally as good stuff, but it's cheap. (laughs) So (laughs) like, um, it's a good analogy, Grace. (laughs) Well, you know, like John Wick, it's just, they're not using any CGI. It's just Keanu Reeves and, and, and all his folks literally just, and you can, you can see that it's totally real. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing, there's no like strings in the back. Well, have you seen the behind the scenes thing of Keanu training and stuff? I, I love that stuff. Yeah, the one where he, he takes the sh- shooting course and there's some amazing stuff. He's, I mean, I give him more credit than Tom for. Mm. I give maybe them equal credit. I don't know. The stuff that he, I mean, Keanu goes crazy on that martial arts and the shooting well, stuff. Well, the motorcycle stuff is all him too because yeah. he's a motorcycle dude, I guess. Yeah. So what came first, uh, Matrix or John Wick? Matrix. Matrix did, yeah. right? For Keanu yeah. Reeves, yeah. I mean, when you see that first one, how young he is, oh my gosh. Oh my God, it's so it's such a great yeah. movie. I really like that The one. first thing I ever saw him in was River's Edge. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this? <laughs> and then My Own Private Idaho was probably the mm-hmm. next. I saw a little quote from him saying that he, he never argues anymore with anybody. So if somebody says to him two plus two equals five, he said, that's fine. Just to keep things uncomplicated? He doesn't want to... I think, aren't we all at that point? I mean, you don't want to argue anymore. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes. I'm finally at an age where I have the guts to stand up to people and say things. So I'm kind of the flip side of that. I I feel like I'm both. I mean, if someone is wanting to debate something, it depends. Someone you feel you can defeat... Right. Yeah, then I'm going to go after him. Absolutely. Right. right. But, if, but if it's not worth it, you go, eh. You walk away. Right. Yeah. The other day. It Do was, a Keanu. It, there's this gallery in town, Birchfield Penny Art Gallery, and um, they had this really cool exhibit. Um, and I got to look this guy up. He's, he's Buffalo-based. He's a graphic designer, but he does all this stuff that's really tongue-in-cheek and fake. Like, he has the series of posters for exhibits at this fake gallery. And he did these videos about the exhibits with fake curators and stuff. And they're really, it's great. I mean, it's just, but and he has this one series. It's like um, a taxonomy or a, categoriz- a categorization of lost shopping carts and it goes into okay these shopping carts are truly lost these are not really lost and then it categorizes them right so it was very funny and um so i'm and i went with my my friend julie to see it and so on the way home walking home the next day from someplace i see this shopping cart right Mm -hmm. like right on the street and so i'm starting to take a picture of it and there are these two guys they looked you know pretty shady sitting on the bench next to me and I put my camera up and he's like, ma'am, don't take my picture. And I was like, I'm not taking your picture. Um, and then he goes, <laughs> ma'am, I haven't given my consent. Don't take my picture. I'm like, 
I'm not taking your picture. I'm taking a picture of this, you know, <laughs> and I just, and I walked away right. and it's like, Maybe there was a time where I'd be like, this guy looks really shifty. I don't think I'm going to say anything to him. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I hear him mumbling about, you know, like not taking my goddamn picture. It's like, <clears throat> I never was. But, you know, now, the, and this is what my son said. You know, I told him the story when I got home. He's like, I would have taken this picture and said, look, I got it. You know, I'm like, yeah, sure you would. <laughs> Yeah, but you're yeah, you're twenty. Yeah. But he has boxing skills that you don't. True. So. Well, he keeps he keeps claiming that's going to get him out of any situation. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> well, I you know I go through that list of movies and I I hardly remember them. Oh. What the only thing I could react to is my memories of what I thought they were. Right. And, and agreed. Did I like it or didn't I like it? You know, and I can't. I can't call up any details or anything. Really? Like there's because there's so many of them I loved on that list. And there's a lot of them. I, re I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of them I remember yeah. pretty well. Yeah. See, I don't. I just that was a thing. I felt like this after watching it in the theater and then it's gone. You know, I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have good feelings about if I had to pick off that list, Die Hard is just being funny and crazy at the time. Mm hmm. Never saw it. Oh, Grace, you should see that. Never saw it. I just don't like no. Bruce, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I don't either, but, you know. And that's why I never saw it, but it's so it's worth seeing, yeah. as everyone It is says. worth seeing, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have, a, I have a friend who won't go to a Matt Damon movie. I don't just like Matt. Cannot I don't like Matt him. Damon either, and he's in yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, that's why you don't want to see Oppenheimer, then. He's in that's, that, too. That's part well, of the reason. Right. I was like, oh, why the fuck did they have to put him in this? I was kind of surprised by that, actually. And Aliens, I remember that as being oh, yeah. excellent. Um, I remember being honestly super scared in Aliens. I mean, the, yeah. the, the suspense in that Alien or Aliens, the first one? Alien is the first one. Alien, right. Yeah. I think they put Aliens on the 50 top action movies list, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Right. I mean, I remember, like, Road Warrior... At number one, I totally mm -hmm. agree with. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. And I remember yeah. I went to see that in college with this friend of mine who he was nuts, right? And I was so... Sh that's really the first action movie I think I saw, you know? Wow. Yeah. In college? I, yeah. Freshman year. Wow. I'm pretty sure. And um, I had never really seen anything like that before. Oh, you know, I was too busy watching rom-coms. Yeah. No, I was too busy watching <laughs> Taxi Driver when I was 14. So anyway, oh, you <laughs> so, you know, he knew how shook up I was. And on the way home, like he's pulling up on sidewalks and do I'm like, stop. <laughs> but I loved that feeling, you know, and I was like, okay, action movies must be for me. Yeah, and I, I remember the scene where he was tied to the bomb and he had to cut off his leg or something. That's all I remember. Road Warrior? Word warrior wasn't was it or was that the second one or he he handcuffs some guy to a bomb I and remember he, that and the guy can't get away he has to cut off his arm or something that's all I remember and you don't remember it at all yeah I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember that <laughs> no neither and then recently the raid that was impressive in a kind of John Wick way the raid the raid on that list oh, that. No. just uh it's just like working their way through a building shooting people oh. it was but it was so well done. That it was it streaming only, maybe or that was. It's a, it's a Korean or. Oh okay. What was the one the uh, the the hunting party? 
Is that the one in the Western? The one with, um, movie? what's his name? Um, Keith Carradine? No, not Keith Carradine. No. One of those movies I saw in a movie theater on, one summer on the Cape, and I was probably nine years old or something, and I went with uh, the people we were sharing a house with on the Cape, the dad and his daughters, and, and he had, uh, oh, the Wild Bunch, sorry, totally different. Oh yeah! So, so <laughs> that's I remember, crazy. I was sitting in it, and he had no idea what it was about. Clearly, because he's got <laughs> four girls sitting with him in the theater, and what, all what between like prom- like what, nine what, and fourteen years old. Or but something. what would prompt him to take four young girls to a movie called because the he Wild was a bu- bunch? He was a book guy. He was an editor, so you know, he read the newspaper. Really but he thought movies. that was like it was like and Madeline, was, Madeline on and, Speed, or right. something. I mean. <laughs> No, adult <laughs> fiction, not children's books. But he, uh, it was probably a rainy day and there was nothing else to do. So we all went to the movies. And so <laughs> we're sitting in it and like the first super violent scene <laughs> comes in and he takes, he took a sweater and he puts it in front of my face because oh, I, I was God. the youngest. <laughs> he spent the whole movie doing that. Like, oh my God. Of course, I'm go- you know, I'm, I'm looking over and around and I mean, that movie is so incredibly violent. I mean. But that's all I remember. Did it scare you? or No, because all, all I remember is Alan putting his sweater up in front of my face the whole time. So I didn't really see a whole lot of it. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I, I, just, I just saw that for the first time a few months ago because I had just read a book about the making of that movie. Mm-hmm. The book was as good as a movie, you know, yeah. I mean, and talked about some of the ways that they got stuff done and just the interactions of the actors and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on the list, Skyfall is my favorite Bond movie. Yeah, they liked Casino Royale best. There was another one, too, didn't they have another? Oh, one of the originals. Yeah. Like Sean, well, one of the Sean Connerys. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's silly. Those are silly. The Sean Connery ones? Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine that the action is very good. I don't know if I've ever really seen a whole old one. I was never really very into it. Mm. See, this is the problem when I don't remember. I, I, I have a feeling about a movie, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. And then if I go back and watch it, then I'm like, it really was. Oh. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> how many of them hold up for you? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon totally mm. holds up. The Kill Bills totally hold up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you go back 30 years, I think there's a, a break point. Most of them are just not what you remember. Fugitive, I really like. Are you talking about action movies, Walt? Well, all movies in general in that right. regard. So I watched um, A Star is Born the other night the one with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, and I haven't seen that probably since it first came out. And the whole time I was watching, I was thinking, this is really just a vehicle for Barbara Streisand's singing. Yeah, I mean, she sang so many full-length songs in that movie that I just mm. got kind of tired of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. Of course, I didn't think about that at the time, but 30 years later, I'm looking at it and going, oh, my God, is this just... This is all her. Yeah. Singing. Yeah, so I'm almost afraid to go back and watch yeah. some of them. Cause... There's a lot that I watch that are like my favorites. That's totally, you know, one of my favorite, is like some of my favorite, um, like screwball comedies from the 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. like His Girl Friday, My Man Godfrey, you know, mm-hmm. I, that shit is still amazingly funny. Yeah. The Marx Brothers. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. still so funny. Right. Um, and a lot yeah. of like the, I don't know, there's, for me, there's a lot that still holds up, but then there's, yeah, there's like, I watched Animal House 
the other day mm-hmm. first, first time I think in <laughs> 30 years and um in that when I watched that and did I talk about this already um like Tim Matheson struck me as the funniest part of that movie when I watched mm, it this right. time it was not John Belushi like mm-hmm. John Belushi I didn't think held up in that movie mm-hmm. he's just more of a physical but I like actor, that comedian comedic actor than T- Tim Matheson was subtle and sort of well he was really good coy and wry yeah, yeah he was, really he good. was really good in that um I watched that with my kids a number of years ago I'm like oh you guys are gonna love this movie it was so funny when, and they sat there and they were like completely straight faced <laughs> they were like eh. yeah it doesn't I don't think it really right. held, holds up that well I did try to watch on the action movie I tried to watch Point Break but 20 minutes into it, I was like, oh, my God, just rolling my eyes so hard. It was too, like, I know that's part of what people like about it, but I was like, oh, it's too, I don't know, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just the dialogue right. and the, uh, it's just the setup. So many of them depend on you being in that culture at that time. At that time, true. And the culture changes, and then you go back, and Maybe. it's hard to put it together again as... I mean, Gladiator still holds up. Um, Escape from New York, I think, still holds up. Heat. I, I'm just going through the Crouching Tiger and Dragon. I feel like all of those are still, I don't know. Gladiator is my number one movie. Hmm. As an example of the big Hollywood. Yeah, it was great. The, the music and the, you know, the whole thing comes together. All the it, acting, super good. Yeah. It, and that's 20, what? That's 20 something years old. Wow, already? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I still like all the spaghetti westerns too. I like I still like all of those. On YouTube there are these is a genre of where people either watch movies or listen to music and react to it. <laughs> They've never heard it before. Yeah, I've seen some of those. There's, I've seen some of those. There's a hundred of them of people watching Gladiator. Oh and really? The, and they <laughs> all break down at the end in tears and it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. I should, I should watch that again. I watched it with Luis a, a while ago because you know, for him there are certain movies for some reason like I sit there and recommend them and recommend them and he won't you know go there and then finally I was like, well he directed Aliens you know or Alien and he directed um like I think Blade Runner might be Luis's favorite. And I'm like you directed Blade Runner, you've got to watch mm-hmm. this and finally he watched it and you know. Oh, and the French Connection, one of my favorites ever, because Gene Hackman. Right. And what did Luis think about Gladiator? Oh, he loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know I know what you were saying about kids not impressed by anything, not mm-hmm. enthusiastic or turned on by anything, just kind of floating through. Well, it's funny. He's not impressed by stuff, but he does love stuff. Like, you know, he loves... Goodfellas. He loves The Godfather. He loves Kill Bill. I mean, he loves, he loves what he loves. But yeah, like as far as not being impressed, he's you know like, oh, I could do that. You know, well, no, you really couldn't. <laughs> I could drive a motorcycle off a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> well, he would. He probably would. Who couldn't? Anybody <laughs> could do it. Ten minutes training. <laughs>